What's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you, episode 20. This is going to be a good one. Been waiting on this one for a long time. Here you go. So I really appreciate you guys listening into this. Uh, I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet, but I really want to kind of set this podcast up. This is going to be a really good one. Um, I've been waiting for a long time to actually do this podcast um, or at least talk about this subject in a manner that I can actually kind of express it. And it was right at around 2008 whenever I got the um, revelation of this (coughs) uh, message. So let me kind of set this up, but first and foremost, um, you know, thank you so much, Success Edge listeners, for tuning in. I know that I'm probably about two or three weeks um, off of my normal uh, trying to do this every week. Um, I'll be honest with you, um, I'm trying to do this every week, um, although <clears throat> sometimes I find myself getting busy. But thanks to my sister, uh, who had a conversation with the day, she kind of inspired me to, to actually do this um, podcast and I was planning on doing it, just I just had to do it, you know. Um, you know, I consider this more of a hobby than than anything. So obviously, hobbies sometimes get pushed to the side. Well, <clears throat> the success that show, guys. I really appreciate you guys even listening in. I'm gonna be try. I'm gonna try to be very consistent with you, but uh, just please bear with me. So at any rate. My goal today is to kind of obviously encourage you as a listener to take your walk with the Lord to the next level, Um, because I know how much that it is needed in the marketplace. And after you hear what I'm going to talk about today, you will see the importance of why your marketplace ministry, so to speak, or just even your effect in the marketplace is so vital, because this is where that the rubber hits the road. This is where, you know, the battles are won. Satan's butt is kicked, is in the marketplace. Okay. So I'm going to set this all up for you. <clears throat> so back in 2008, um, I don't know how long ago that was. Obviously, what, four years ago, I guess. So four years ago, call it that. I'm doing my math right. So four years ago, I began to. Uh, my life, my life took a kind of a little bit of a shift, and I don't have time to kind of get into all the details of that, um, how it took a shift. But I began a process of actually getting back to my roots of having my quiet time every morning, and actually taking a day of rest. Those two things right there tremendously and radically changed a lot of things in my life because all of a sudden I was able to kind of put. First things first, which is obviously the Lord, and be able to start listening to him in a very clear way. And instead of me just going, 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 and letting life just kind of run me instead of me running life, I began to say, you know what? I'm going to slow down a little bit. I'm going to actually kind of hear from the voice of the Holy Spirit. Even though I was hearing from the voice of the Holy Spirit during that time, I needed to kind of get a refresh, a recharge. So at any rate... About halfway through, right around the time of March, May, um, I was actually, you know, it was a Wednesday, pretty standard day for me. Um, I was, you know, had did my job thing. I was doing my, getting ready to gear up for my business stuff and so forth. 
And all of a sudden, I, I felt prompted. I actually, you know, the Holy Spirit basically said, hey, Tyler, I want you to go to church tonight. Now, I know that sometimes a lot of things, you know, a lot of people go to church on Wednesday night. Um, I just, uh, sometimes I don't do that. Obviously, I, I don't, re- re- I don't, honestly, I don't go to church very often on Wednesday night, to be honest with you. Um, you know, call me a whatever. I don't care. That's just kind of how I feel. I've got things I'm doing you know, for, for my business and so forth. And anyway, I don't have to get into that, (laughs) but I felt led to go to church on Wednesday night. So as I felt led to go to church on Wednesday night, lo and behold, I get to church and I'm in, you know, Amy is with me. And this time we don't have Tyler Jr. It's just Amy and I, so it's 2008. And I feel, you know, as I'm going to church, I'm like, okay, wow. The Holy spirit wanted me to go to church, man, you know, there must be something awesome that's going to be said that I'm going to uh, receive uh, from the Lord, or maybe you know, maybe my pastor might have a word for me, you know, from the Lord uh, because I definitely believe He's a man of God and He speaks over my life, and which is a big, big thing. So I get to church and I, you know, we're going to start the service, uh, have a little praise and worship in the beginning. Uh, things are going really good, and then all of a sudden, actually, I'll. One of the uh, one of the elders of the church walks up to the front, gets the microphone, and says, "Hey guys, uh, Pastor Jenkins is actually not here today. Um, he is traveling, and uh, but we have a video that we're going to show um, tonight." And I remember, I kind of honestly in my mind, I just kind of my heart just kind of I mean, my mind just said, "Oh, you you must have missed it, Tyler." <laughs> actually, it was so funny because the lady in front of me. Uh, I remember this distinctly. She, I remember her kind of her head dropping, and she kind of stood up and walked out of the church. I mean, it was kind of she was just so disappointed. Well, needless to say, I said no. I'm going to sit here because I felt the led of the Lord to come here. So obviously, God's got something for me, <clears throat> and He sure did. He sure did. It's it just again it pays to be to be obedient. So I'm sitting there and this uh, it flashes up and this gentleman, this pastor actually comes on. His name is Bill Winston, great man of God. I didn't know who Bill Winston was at the time, but he came on there about a topic called Kings and Priests. And as I was sitting there in my pew uh, listening to, to this, all of a sudden he starts talking about Kings and Priests and this topic. And it was like, a shotgun went off in me. I mean, it was like revelation was just coming from this man's mouth. New information, new knowledge. I mean, it was just churning my spirit, man, so much that I literally, after that last about an hour, I was so excited about the topic kings and priests that I went home that night and I believe it was either that night or the next day, I actually went onto uh, the website, uh, Bill Winston's Ministries, um, which I think is uh, um, bwm.org, uh, I think, or just type in Bill Winston uh, Ministries and you'll find it. Anyway, and he had a whole entire series. Now, I'm talking a series like none other. <laughs> I'm talking, I think the series, uh, I have it actually, um, there's usually about uh, three or four CDs that come in, come in actually a, a little thing. And he had about six or seven of these 
you know, things that hold these three or four CDs. And these are, you know, sermons. And he has a different topic underneath our subtopic underneath the Kings and Priests title. Well, I began this golly from probably that, I believe it was the latter part of March, all the way into August. Yeah. From all the way into, from the end part of March, all the way into August, I probably digested those audios or those CDs during that whole entire time. And it brought so much revelation, so much insight, so much wisdom that it totally changed Tyler. It actually, it allowed me to become freer in the body of Christ. And I'm going to set this up for you. So there's the story. So that's, that's kind of how I came across this uh, subject. <clears throat> and it really just impacted me. So Kings and Priests. So let's actually, um, if you got your Bible, or if you're riding in the car, or if you're your elliptical, just listen. So here's the deal. Let's go to Rome, uh, Revelation chapter 1, uh, verse 5 and 6. Now, this is an end-time revelation. Now, let me say something about revelation, by the way. Um, not the book revelation, but revelation knowledge. That is revelation or information that God puts directly into your spirit man. Nobody else tells you that. I don't have time to get into that. But that is how you actually solve problems that you cannot solve, that actually your human reasoning cannot solve. When you seek the Lord and you get revelation knowledge, believe me, it doesn't come from your head. It comes straight from the Holy Spirit speaking to your spirit man, which takes you to a whole other level. All right. I don't have time to get into that, but that is a huge, huge thing. And that's how you actually um, set yourself apart from obviously this world and just, you know, wisdom and the use of wisdom. So anyway, Revelation chapter one, we'll start, we'll actually read five and six verses five and six. So, and Jesus, I'm reading from the new, uh, new King James version says, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead and the ruler over the Kings of the earth. Don't want you to miss that. The Kings of the earth to him, who loved us and washed us in his own, in our own sins, in his own blood, excuse me, and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests to him, to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So I want you to focus on that he's the ruler over the kings of the earth, obviously, so we, we we get that, so basically has dominion. But where I want you to focus in at is he's made us, speaking of the church, kings and priests. Okay? Now, I know that I've been taught, you know, uh, from just being a believer and being in different circles and so forth, that in my own household, I can actually be a king and a priest at the same time, okay, in my own household. Now, that's totally cool. We're good to go with that, um, that I'm actually the one that needs, as the man of the house, I need to be the one that hears from the Lord, receives the vision from the Lord, but I also need to go out and collect the provision of the, for our household. I need to be the one that provides. Well, that's the king and the priest, uh, that's the king and the priest in my own personal household. But if you take that actually to another level, which is a corporate side of things, which is basically the church, you 
get into a whole other category where that there is a divine, and watch this, a divine partnership, a divine partnership that happens. Okay. And that divine partnership is the relationship between the priests and the kings. All right. Now, I don't have time to get into everything, so I'm just going to give you uh, basically, you know, just a couple quick things and then I'm done. And then I'm going to probably do another episode of this later on. And I'm actually probably going to get a book on this here soon uh, that my mentor, Doug, actually is uh, finishing reading himself. And uh, he, t- he told me he's got one out there for me. So I'm going to get a book uh, here soon. So it is. Here's the deal. This is an old time. Excuse me. Old time. <laughs> old time. What am I saying? Old Testament model. There was a the, the old. So a lot of times the Old Testament had what they called types and shadows. All right. That there was a model out there that still can be applied or is still applicable in the body of Christ today. So what was that old time Old Testament model in the Old Testament? Well, if you look at the Jewish people, they had basically this setup. They had one tribe. There was the priests called the Levites. And then you had basically the kings was everybody else, right? And the role of the priest back in the Old Testament times, the role of the priest was obviously to hear from God. That was their number one priority was to hear from God. And I want you to, if you're listening to me, I want you to think of receiving the vision of what God wants to do in the earth, okay? Receiving the vision of what God wants to do in the earth. I want you to remember that. The other thing that the priest was supposed to do, they were supposed to take up tithes and offerings, right? They were also supposed to take care of the widows, the orphans, uh, the homeless, and so forth, the you know people that were in poverty and so forth, the poor. They were supposed to do that. Uh, they were also supposed to take care of the house of God, um, so basically keep uh, the house of God, the temple of God. Uh, and the last thing they were supposed to do, they were actually supposed to bless the kings before they went and did battle. So if you're kind of figuring this out now, you're kind of starting to see something that I'm getting ready to set you up for. Now let's talk about the kings. So the kings were everybody else. Okay. So there were a few priests, but a lot of kings. Okay. So in the Old Testament... The kings, their main role was to govern or take care of basically the affairs of the nation. Okay. They are also supposed to go out and do battle against the enemies of God, right? Or the enemies against the people of God. They were supposed to collect up the spoils of war and expand the influence of the kingdom of the Lord, right? And they were supposed to bring in tithes and offerings from the spoils. And I want you to remember this. The main thing the kings did, if you could kind of sum it all up, the kings brought in the provision for the vision. That was the role of the king. So, I want to set that up. I'm going to stop right there. I could go into a lot more things. So this episode is obviously episode 20, calling all kings. 
calling all kings. So in today's time time period in the church, and I'm going to stop with this. The, and today, what does that equate to? Well, today in the marketplace, if you're a priest, then what that equates to in the church today is the fivefold ministry, right? You know, prophet, evangelist, uh, teacher. Uh, I can't remember all the five uh, fivefold ministry. So if you are actually full time doing those operating in those actual areas, then you're a priest, but everybody else is a king and you as a king are to act as a king. Number one, so that means authority. Number two, you're supposed to go out and do battle against the enemy, collecting of the spoils and bringing in the provision and giving the tithes and offerings to the priest or to the to the uh, to support the vision that God gives the priest. Man, I'm excited to share all this stuff, guys. This is going to help you, help you, help you. So, calling all kings. This is going to be a good series. All right, so just wanted to reiterate to you guys that, again, I'm going to try to keep it consistent, okay, as much as I can. Please forgive me for being a little late on this episode, but this was episode 20, uh, Calling All Kings, and I'm uh, very excited about this. There's going to be a couple different parts. I'm not sure how, how far it's going to go, but I know that it's going to go at least two or three episodes, so just be prepared, all right? This has totally changed my life. One reason it changed my life is because I figured out my role in the body of Christ. I am not a priest. I am a king. I'm not supposed to feel bad if I'm not out there on the mission field. So enjoy it, guys. Retweet this or uh, share it again. Thanks.